Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, what's going on? This is your favorite Greg the Movie Guy hosting the Midnight Frightcast, episode number 49. We are back here in the basement studios. I've got to my right is the Scream Queen herself, Maddie. Hello. To my front is the doctor of... I got nothing. You don't have to give me the doctor of The doctor of he's got nothing, Josh. I'll take that. And then the doctor of everything else to my left is Patrick. Hey everybody, how's it going? All right, we are back for another episode. We got an interesting one this evening. Let's kick off with the trailer that we just watched here. That is for the movie coming out March 1st. That is The Hole in the Ground. What do we think of The Hole in the Ground? Well, it's Irish. It is very Irish. Um, look, I like these kinds of movies. These are these are. Uh, I, I've learned that I've kind of leaned towards these kinds of movies lately over the blood and gut mm-hmm. kind of masterpieces that have been coming out. I'm just uh, an atmosphere ghost story kind of guy all of a sudden, and those kind of scares just are what I'm into right mm-hmm. now. Uh, I think it it's right in my direction as okay. far as um, uh, films coming out. So. That's that's what I think. Um, I can't wait to hear what Maddie has to say, though. <laughs> Maddie? Um, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm over the psychological family drama horror movie bullshit. I don't want to watch it anymore. That's mm-hmm. all last year. I want horror movies to be fun again. But also, this is like a shot-by-shot remake of New Daughter, which had Kevin Costner in it. And it's a very, very good book by John Connolly, I mm-hmm. believe. And it's literally the same movie, like... In New Daughter, the guy's daughter wanders into the forest and finds a mound or something, not a hole, and comes back and is weird. And it's literally the same fucking movie. I see what they did. Yeah. There. Like, so it's just an opposite. Like, this is a fucking hole and her son. So, no, I'm not hmm. seeing this. Fuck this movie. It's, it's the exact same thing <laughs> as New Daughter. And I'm just, I'm tired of having the same theme in horror movies. Okay. So, over. how old is New Daughter? Not very old. Um, Within the last, it can't be that old. I think like 2010, 11 ish. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I will reach, I will seek that one out because it, I'd love movie. to see the. It's the same movie. I mean, it's not. It's not a great movie because, hello, it's Kevin Costner in a horror movie. Come on. But, uh, and it's the girl yeah. from um, Pan's Labyrinth who plays okay. the daughter. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's it was an okay movie. It's an okay storyline. But yeah, it's, it's the same damn thing. Except <laughs> okay. it was does an there, Irish. Does there seem to be a trend of creepy young boy movies coming out? Because this is like yeah. about the third or fourth one yeah, that I've I mean, seen. The, for the boy two the, is coming out. The Prodigy okay. is coming out here yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last year before I Wake came out. Um, that's the same kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, I'm not into creepy it, kid movies. It's a definite trend. I just uh, like I said when. Uh, if you want to talk about being scared mm-hmm. or having a, a little bit of tension uh, while you're watching a movie, those splatter movies just don't do it for me anymore. And I have to lean towards these kinds of psychological films to at least get like something in my brain going. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm watching just blood everywhere, which is totally – if I want to put in a movie that's just like I'm ready to have some fucking fun and watch all the blood mm-hmm. hit the wall, mm-hmm. I, I can do that too. But if I want to watch something that kind of gets – my brain moving 
that's what it's I mean. It's actually going to potentially have a chance to scare you. Yeah, I mean, I don't really get scared anymore, but oh, I mean, right, but, it, you, it, but doesn't mean my, my brain is shut off during a movie and that it's not, you know, thinking about shit. Right, so. but if you, you get into those movies where, like, I, I always come back to Last Shift because that was one of the last legit movies that yeah. put me on edge, and it was the atmosphere that they built and the tension that they built in that movie that actually kind of sucked you in and, like, gave you that opportunity to be scared. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of have a rule is if you can swat the protagonist of the movie away, it's not scary. The antagonist of the movie away, it's not scary. Like you can just smack a kid and it's going to fucking go somewhere. Like <laughs> it's going to go somewhere. <laughs> it's kind of like, what's that movie that uh, Del Toro did with the like little like killer tooth fairy things. I was like, that's not scary as you can just swat it away. Same with kids. You just like smack that kid, send it to daycare. Don't <laughs> look it up. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. We're looking it up. Uh, You're grounded. It up. You're yeah. grounded for scaring the shit out of me. Yeah. Listen, you little demon fucker. I'm out of the, I'm over this. So obviously I'm not excited about this. Yeah. I mean, this is, that's why I look for, like, I, I like the conjuring, uh, you know, I don't know conjuring I, world and stuff like that. Just because I, I don't know. I'm I, get, like, I make, get a feeling from it. Make horror fun again. 2019. Make hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> so Patrick, you started, but, uh. Well, I, I was just going to add that it has what's the actor's name? James Cosmo. Oh, the the guy, the older the, guy, the, the, the older guy, guy, guy yeah. in it, and he seems Thank to be you. pretty solid in other movies that he's been in. So that may lend some yeah, look, I, something I'll be, to it. I'll be honest, I'm, like, I'm not going to chase the movie to the, yeah. to the movie theater, but I mean that drops VOD. I'm interested in watching that movie, so um, it's not going to get the same kind of attention that a lot of the horror films coming out this year mm-hmm. are going to get. But it doesn't mean sometimes those those are the best ones that come out. So, yeah. Well, as I said, watch new daughter first is the same. goddamn. thought you said, <laughs> okay. Did you have a so thought, Greg? On the movie? I, I do have a thought. If you guys want to hear it, yeah, I'd love to. I probably am not going to see it. Oh, is that your thought? <laughs> <laughs> Very deep. It, yeah, exactly. I, it just like, there's, there's an intriguing concept to it, but I, I'm not really sure how to feel honestly, because I wasn't drawn into the trailer. Like I usually am with movies that I want to see. And, kind of like you said maddie i just the kid looks more annoying than scary and than anything so yeah we're all thinking of the Probably. babadook where the kids yeah the, the obnoxious yeah. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say the babadook they don't get more obnoxious than that kid right okay all we right. should definitely start dropping these trailers on our facebook page oh yeah that'd be a good that idea. way uh, yeah sorry that something. way they don't have to chase it down they can just see it right there yeah, it's gonna, yeah. go to the and, facebook and page give us our, and, give us their yeah. opinion yeah. on whether they think this is a good movie or whether yeah. they think this is mound with an inverted with mound. an inverted mound this is a podcast <laughs> and a creative uh creative meeting so. excellent yeah. you get you get to see the sauces get made somebody's making sauces let's move on to the news it's the news. I like the better when, when, when Greg was angry and mad and he didn't want to do that anymore. <laughs> All right. Who has got some stuff to share? I know we have a lot. There's a lot of stuff flying in our, okay, well, our uh, messenger Since you all have a lot of stuff, I'm going to go uh, out with uh, – I've got no news tonight because what? all I could find really was fucking zombie news and people were over the zombie shit. So for me tonight, no news is good news. With that being said, go. Okay. We posted in our uh, messenger thread that Netflix is developing a Resident Evil TV series. I haven't had a chance to actually read the article, so I don't know much about it. But Resident Evil, the video game, was one of my all-time favorite video games that I've ever played. And seeing that they're they're trying to revitalize the series after what they've kind of done with the video games... 
has left a sour taste in my mouth. I know that they did the whole movie franchise. I only saw the first two. First one was decent, but it didn't. Here's the problem that I have with these video games being made into movies is I feel like they take too much creative liberty to alter the storyline, like creating a whole new character that has nothing to do with the original IP. The movie was good. You'd call it something different. It probably liked it a little bit more, but that's to be said. So I'm taking this this announcement with a grain of salt. I want to watch it because I love what Netflix is doing. I think they've been coming out with some really great stuff, and I feel like they could do some decent justice to an original movie that they rated PG-13. The Resident Evil thing, though, that's going to be a Netflix, like a TV series. Mm -hmm. Aren't they rebooting the whole Resident Evil world? Are you talking in this or the video games? Just in, like uh, they're starting to redo the films again. I think that I, there's been talk that they're redoing the video – or excuse me, the the movies again. I haven't heard much about it. This is the first stuff that I've heard of about a reboot of anything. Okay. So I'm assuming that this might have been that and they're just taking it to a series instead of a, uh, a movie gotcha. style. Gotcha. So Cool. I think that would be fun. It's, it, it could be interesting. Again, it, I think Netflix could do it justice. They just – they've got to do it and not try to catch that – age 13 audience because it's a freaking horror zombie game. Netflix yeah. can do anything now. They've right. got like no rules. They got no real anybody holding them back doing what they want to do. Well, and they're proving it too. I mean, I feel like they're dropping new series and new movies like once a week. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm, I'm interested to see what they'll do again. I'm going in, not setting the bar high and with a grain of salt because I don't want to get my hopes up on one of my favorite series. I just hope they don't fall into the same pattern that Fox has fallen into and that they drop good series in the sense of ending them. Because mm-hmm. Fox always got in that habit whenever a good series came on, for some reason they felt it didn't quite fit what they were doing, so they got rid of them. You're seeing Netflix dropping all these Marvel things that are doing really well for them. I, I think yeah. they're doing that because of Disney. Disney, they've they've come out and said Dis, uh, that Disney had nothing to do with that decision. Really? Yeah, I did not catch that. Because okay. Disney was caught off guard. They didn't. They came out right away and said we weren't picking up these franchises. We don't plan to pick up these franchises. Yeah, Luke Cage wasn't doing that well. Three or four that they dropped on Netflix mm-hmm. were not the Dare, only one. That, the, uh, the only Daredevil, one Daredevil was really was. well. Daredevil, Daredevil did really well. And, and the, Iron Fist was not. Yeah, Iron no. Fist, but uh, the Punisher even is, is supposed to come back for season three, but mm-hmm. they don't know if they're going to do it. So I don't know. Net- yeah. Netflix is uh, they're doing some interesting things. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens with this, but I I'll definitely give it a check and see what they do. Who's next? Um, I have a few that I'll just run through real quick. The first one's kind of horror news, kind of not. My absolute favorite band, Slipknot, the main singer, Corey Taylor, is collaborating with Tom Savini to make his new mask. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I'm just fucking excited about that. <laughs> I saw that mask. There's a picture of that mask on Facebook. It was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen it yet. But um, the other thing is um, Blumhouse is reviving The Invisible Man with Lee Winnell from Saw at the helm. So we'll see what that does. And then the last one that I thought was really funny is Netflix has please asked six fans to stop being thirsty about Ted Bundy. Right. <laughs> and I think that's both disturbing and hilarious. So I just <laughs> wanted to share that. Lee Winnell is going to be busy this year, too, because he's also tapped to do the uh, he's rewriting Escape from New York. Yeah. Oh, they're remaking yeah, that. that now, too. They're remaking that. Yeah, he's, he's writing that. So now on the uh, the Invisible Man, did you I, and maybe I just dreamt reading this. 
But did you also mention that they were looking at going back and doing all of the masterpieces? I don't know. I know they were trying to like go back and forth with it because they tried in the beginning to redo Dracula Untold, which I thought was a great movie. I don't know why everyone bitched about it. And then The Mummy was supposed to be part of that. So I don't know if they're going to go back and redo those again or mm-hmm. just pretend they don't exist or I, I have no idea what they're doing. The I, I actually did go and see Dracula Untold, and I thought that uh, Luke Evans was a great casting choice for that. Yeah. I had a few issues with the end of it. Yeah. I mean, it didn't end very strongly, but I kind of, I don't know. I thought overall the movie was cool. Yeah. It yeah. It wasn't garbage. No, up until that point, I think I was, uh, it was very, very well told. And then, yeah, like you said, The Mummy with Tom Cruise. The Mummy wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, though. Like, it was entertaining. Like, I never want to see it again, but, like, I wasn't, like, sitting there in pain the whole time, I guess. And that's kind of from the critiques and reviews. That's what I thought it was going to be. But it was was entertaining enough. It it kind of worries me, though, that they're going to try and take on these classic monster movies. Yeah. Just because you you can't touch the old ones. And what are you going to do with the new ones that are going to try and make them new classics? Yeah. It well, they me. did the Wolfman not that long ago too. They've done that, yeah. Um, and I don't uh, know if that was part of this whole thing or not. That was it was like it was early two thousand eight, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, which I thought that was, I thought that was really good. So, you haven't seen that one, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. I thought he's great. But once again, Netflix says stop being thirsty. All right, <laughs> no more Ted Bundy. People, calm down. Well, from CBS. CBS All Access has ordered ten episodes of a limited series of The Stand based on Stephen King's uh, novel to be produced by CBS Television Studios. Uh, The apocalyptic series takes place in a world mostly wiped out by the plague and embroiled in the elemental struggles between good and evil. Josh Boone and Ben Cavell will write and executive produce, and Boone will direct the series. Cool. They've done that before, right? It it was originally done in 1994 as a four-part miniseries uh, on television. Uh, Rob Lowe... Uh, Molly Ringwald. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember having to go to Hollywood Video and rent like four cassette tapes yeah. of this movie. Yeah. I, I will be very interested. The Stand is one of my favorite books by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. And I think doing it as a 10 part series probably would be a better adaptation than what the four part miniseries was because it is such a large book that they're going to have the ability to go in in more detail and be more true to the book. Of course, they could just fuck it up. They could. So it could go either way. Is Rob Lowe, are Rob Lowe and Molly Ringwald coming back? I hope not. <laughs> I, I like them both individually, just not in that story. So, And I'd like to see them film part of it in Nebraska since the old woman that everybody congregates to is supposed to be living in Nebraska. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead, they just made some big studio thing. And then from NME News, members of the Wu-Tang Club are working on a horror film with Black Klansman producer Sean Reddick. According to the article, RZA and Ghostface Killa from the legendary rap group are developing a suspense horror thriller film called Angel of Dust, which is based on the true stories from Streets of New York. RZA is believed to be directing the movie, the story of which was written by Ghostface Killa and Wu-Tang's longtime manager, Michael Caruso. Okay. <laughs> Does he spell Killa with an A? That or? With an A-H. A- okay. Oh, A-H. Killa. Thank you. I just, I wanted to make sure I got the credits right. Yeah. 
Did Jordan Peele open a weird door? Uh, he may have. He may have. I don't know. <laughs> That's he opened the Twilight because, Zone. Because I'm a little scared now. Because <laughs> uh, some of the producers from Get Out are working on this. Okay. Well, That's there you first, go. That's mm-hmm. the first news that's dropped that I've actually had nothing to say about. Like, that pretty much... This this may be on. one that I would chase just for the... The pure interest of, of what? what it's going to be. <laughs> exactly. So Angel, Angel of Dust is what Angel it's called. of Dust. Is this about PCP? I was going to say, uh, this has to have some sort of drug reference in there. It very well possibly could. We don't know. It's just based on true stories from the streets of New York. And it's okay. thriller drama, you said. Suspense horror thriller. Okay. All right. I, I'd watch it once. I, I want to know more about this yes. before let's, I like, let's commit. Keep a, let's keep a bookmark on that one because yeah. I'm kind of interested. Angel of Dust. If I'm anybody sure, has any news. I'm sure somebody. I'm sure a lot of people felt the same way when Rob Zombie said he was going to start producing movies. True. However, I feel like Rob Zombie tradi- uh, transitioning from music, especially his type of music and or stage show to horror movies. It's not the same as Zombie. Like, I'd be yeah. mad if he didn't. <laughs> right. Like he goes straight into like chick flicks or and he was involved in like studio (laughs) studio stuff way before all that anyway Mm -hmm. as far as like his animation background went and he was on peewee's playhouse so i mean he has a studio like rob zombie was involved with peewee's playhouse (laughs) he was involved with peewee's playhouse yep wow i can't say that surprises me in the least bit so (laughs) we learn new things every day on this show all right that was the news we're not going to do it. Josh, you've got a vein pulsating in your head. No, I don't. Do I really? I like that we have the grumpy side of the table. That's like, no. I'm wearing a hat and you can't even see it. No, it's like right here and it just it pulsates whenever Patrick gets louder doing the news segment. I don't know. Oh my God, it's throbbing. And on that note, what is it? Wait a minute. What? The vein. The vein is throbbing. The vein. The vein. The vein. What have we been watching? What have we been watching? <laughs> let's, let's let's segue over quickly. Anybody, jump in. Yeah, um, because I'm going to eat shit, I'll just uh, throw this out there. Um, my wife and I are, are two of those people that fell down the Ted Bundy rabbit hole. Um, so we did watch the Ted Bundy tapes uh, on Netflix. It's really not that good. It's, <laughs> it's really not. Uh, it's really not. Uh, it's kind of boring, actually. It's exactly what it, it says. It the title is. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's interviews with Ted Bundy. I just thought they'd be like show actual some some footage and stuff, and they they kind of do, but it, he's it's really boring. It's it's four parts, and so it's about four hours long. And um, I didn't care if if anything that it taught me is back in the seventies they didn't really believe in handcuffs or um, worry about anybody escaping. And he escaped three fucking times mm-hmm. um, while he was in uh, custody. He escaped three times. So other than that, it was, it was pretty. Uh, it's pretty awful. I don't suggest using the four hours to watch that at all. Did you tweet out "choke me, daddy" like all these other bitches? No, I didn't have anything to tweet. I didn't have anything to Facebook. I didn't have anything to talk about it really at all to people because I would don't suggest anybody watch that. What I do suggest is everybody go find the Punisher and watch season two. Because it is the shit. And um, I, I wrapped that up this week also. That's what I've been watching. Well, speaking of Ted Bundy, I watched Won't You Be My Neighbor this weekend. Weird. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it'd be an interesting segue you. going, you know, you never know what Fred Rogers was up to. That with, all the, with all those rumors going around about him actually being a 
stone cold killer and he always wore the sweater just because he was covering up his tattoos mm-hmm. and, and everything else Let's see that's why no, I wear a sweater. It was a really awesome documentary. Yeah. Uh, if you grew up with Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, uh, which I did, and mm-hmm. it meant a lot to me as a kid and even as an adult and watching this just took me back 40-some years to when I was a kid. It showed him the way he was, showed that he had flaws just like the rest of us, but also that what he strove to do was just an amazing thing for yeah. the people of this world. So if you have a chance to see it, I suggest Won't You Be My Neighbor. That got snubbed by the Oscars as far as documentary. It was not nominated it did for not Best Documentary. It did not get nominated for documentary, which is some bullshit. That mm. is total bullshit. Yeah. Bummer. So, was that streaming somewhere or did you get that Netflix, Netflix Uh Rachel Redboxed it. Redbox, okay. Yeah, it's fantastic. I've and been wanting to see that one. That's it for me. Cool. Uh, so I actually got to go out to the theaters last week and I got to check out uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, cool. Which I was uh, I was interested in checking out, but I was more interested in seeing it just at home or wherever it would come up. But my old roommate, Adam, had talked me into going and seeing it because he went and saw it and said it was good. And it's pretty fucking fantastic. Um, the animation alone just blows your mind. Aside from that, I have also been binge watching Game of Thrones. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I watched uh, six episodes today. So to speak. So, uh, are you in the first season? Still? No, I am uh, six season or excuse me, six episodes into the third season. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get through them as fast as I can, but God, those episodes are long. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Though. It is yeah. fantastic. Like it's yeah. yeah Spider Man did get nominated for an Oscar, and so it definitely is because yeah. it was animation, best animation. Yeah, yeah animation. Yep. If it doesn't win, so. I'm gonna be upset. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's what I've been watching. Nice. Um, the only thing I've really been watched that I really watched of note lately was Carriers, early two thousands. It was really good. I mean, yeah, that's all I really have to say. What'd you watch it on, Manny? Oh. Streaming or yeah, streaming somewhere. I don't know. My boyfriend picks the movies and I just come <laughs> in and sit down. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, and it had I am a huge Law and Order SVU fan, so it was really cool to see Christopher Maloney or whatever his name is in there. Oh nice. Yeah, I was I like, it's Detec- I know I was like, it's Detective Stabler, and he did a really <laughs> great job in this. So really cool movie, not cheerful at all, but you know. He's one of those actors I would love to see do a lot more stuff. One of the things that I caught it, he was in he did a guest spot in Scrubs where he acted opposite of uh, John C. McGinley. And that was just absolutely awesome watching those two go back and forth. I kind of want to see that series, and I can't remember. I think it was on Hulu. Happy. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. heard a lot of really good things about that, but like I watched a trailer for it. It just looked a little too out there for my personal yeah. taste. But maybe I'll check it out one day after I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is what we have been watching. We are just kind of trucking along here. We're going to dive into our topic. And wait, Patrick, did your TV just turn on? Why is it static? What? Something's crawling out of the TV. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about favorite cursed haunted objects. See what I did there? I did. I got all of you. Fucking staring at the TV like all of you. Yeah. I just assumed you were taking drugs again. Yeah. I got lost. I'm actually off the drugs. The drugs keep me grounded. (laughs) So, yeah, we're going to we're going to jump over and talk about our favorite haunted or cursed objects from horror movies, which is kind of an interesting topic. Yeah, do we want to, if we do this we're every round robin. No, we're okay. round robin. Okay, Greg's made the decision. We're yes, gonna, we're, gonna we're, we're not robin. even going to discuss it any more than we cool. already have. Cool. Because this is too much. <laughs> Why am I still talking? Cool. Somebody uh, go. Uh, uh, who wants this? Anybody? I don't, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead. Cool. Um, I'll just start with my number one, the Hellraiser cube. <clears throat> we're all really, really shocked. 
Yeah, I, I, I specifically <laughs> did not write that down because I knew Maddie would. So I was like, just stay away from it's, Maddie's Hellraiser. I know, it's weird. It's almost like I just tattooed it on my fucking leg. What? Okay, so so being a Hellraiser fan, do you know the actual reference to the, 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 the cube? Do you know what it's called? I feel like I do with the words escaping me right now. The Lament Configuration. Thank you. Just a little bit of trivia. There you go. Greg? One of my favorite ones was the uh, the videotape from The Ring. Cool. That's on my list. Yeah, I'm going to check it off. That's on my list. <laughs> Take it out. Ha ha. The videotape. That's on my list as well. Which is kind of a bummer. If you think about it, I was reading one of the, the things on there because I was looking up different ones. And it said that basically all you have to do for that to like go out is wait for technology to advance. So like it's not yeah, she even, can't do anything. It's not now. legitimate anymore. You can't watch videotape. So like, somebody could find it and transfer it to DVD. It's on I YouTube. <gasps> yeah. You can find the We're clip on YouTube. Yeah. Patrick, what do you got? The Necronomicon from the Evil Dead. Necronomicon, not Comic Con. Ne- Necronomic- Necronomicon. Necronomicon. I heard Comic Con in there. Did anybody else hear Comic Con? You know what? Uh, Comic Con, Necronomicon, Necronomicon, Necro, whatever. It's that did thing. I say Necronomicon? You did. But did I cool. really? Yes. <laughs> the That's- Necronomicon from the Evil Dead. And I'm going to put that in there and then I'm going to go back and say, no, I said it right. No, you didn't. But I did. But you didn't. No, because they'll they'll go back and listen to it and they say, no, he said it right. And Greg, you'll be wrong. You should use this as your little sampler. I'll use. Where you say Necrocomicon. I'll use you as my little sampler. You usually do. Josh, go. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) I mean, that was on my list as well. So that one's my list is going to go real quick. Uh, I put down the button from Drag Me to Hell. Um, okay, yeah. But uh, I did just, not like uh, that just movie. because I'm a fan of the movie. Yeah, I wasn't. Um, I wasn't eh, well, fuck you guys. I've uh, never seen it, so um, I've never seen it. So it I'm assuming way. it Look, was a really good movie, Josh. It's Sam Raimi, so okay. uh, I understand its appeal. It's so not a great cast. It's it's. I mean, Justin Long. Justin Long's in it, so I like him. Lindsay Lohan's sister. I don't even know her <laughs> fucking name, um, but she's in it. She's the lead in it. So like, it's not great cast wise but i like the movie for the most part it's a nice little it was it was sam raimi's nice little return to horror so uh, whatever i liked it we all can't like everything there you go <laughs> daddy um we I, can all like the movie revenge that's we can yeah we could we did some of us don't though oh yeah great hated it never mind right <laughs> um i kind of debated putting this because i didn't know if it really counted but the amulet of pazuzu mm-hmm. from exorcist that totally counts okay yeah that, yeah. I, yeah i was like i don't know if this counts or not cause, yeah no but, that was yes. that's number two on my list yes and i put that on there mainly because i love the exorcist yeah. so fucking much classic shit and everyone should watch it uh next on my list was the television from poltergeist does that count <laughs> it's, i'm sorry it's, like, i mean she goes through the television it's it's possessed it's a it's fucking haunted. no it's a gateway uh, well it's oh, now we're split hairs <laughs> Well, right. one could say that the the cube from yeah. Hellraiser is a, is a gateway. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry, Greg. It totally counts. That TV from the Border Guys is the scariest shit on the <laughs> list. Sorry, man. Go. I'm sorry. I didn't know if that counted or not. That was a legit question, Greg. Don't stare at me like yeah, I'm an asshole. And, and now you're trying to backpedal and I am cover very yourself. much. I am very much backpedaling. <laughs> I admit it. I'm wrong. I got it. Patrick, save Josh. Well, this one actually piggybacks off the one Greg just said, because I need to include 
the clown doll from Poltergeist that attacks the kid, wraps its okay. ar- arms around him, and that everything counts. else. Because that is a possessed doll. Yeah. The last one on my list, because everybody kind of just had the same ones, was uh, the car from Christine. So... Um, that's on my bad list because it was such a shitty movie. That movie was a pile of dog shit. Good talk. I guess we're going to move on. Uh, <laughs> how many, how many of your movies can we, can we ditch on today? That's cool. Well, then I'm going to throw out the Annabelle doll. How about that? Okay. Shit on that. That one. was a terrible move. Well, I quit. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here because my list is done. I, I said the doll from child's play Chucky, which I guess that counts. That yeah, totally yeah. Counts. Okay. Count. I, I, yeah. I came across that one and I thought about putting it on my list, but I had a trouble putting it on there because never mind. I'm done. No, I'm put the TV this from Poltergeist, no, but you I, don't count the Chucky doll no, because even though the doll is completely possessed by the guy that was killed. <laughs> All right, I guess that's fine. Yeah, I, I, just, I feel like it's got to be like some ancient curse, but I guess he voodoo's himself into that. Right. Doll. Yeah. So. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Count it. Not. I wasn't not going to count it, but I'm just saying <laughs> last on my list was, uh, and I'm surprised I haven't heard this from you yet, or maybe it's on your list, is the painting from Ghostbusters 2. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about oh. that. Yeah, that's actually, is that on anybody's list? That's not on my list. All right, well, Greg got one. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's a good pick, yeah. I didn't, wouldn't even thought about that. <laughs> Probably because Ghostbusters 2 was... Not a horror movie. Uh, yeah, it's, mean, a, it's, yeah, it's got it, horror yeah. elements in it. Just the, the name says Ghost. wasn't the best Ghostbuster movie. So it's that comedy horror. But it's thing. not true. the worst. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Very true. <laughs> I've got the Dybbuk box in, from the Possession, the Jewish Possession movie. I didn't see the movie, so I, I didn't don't know what see that, that is. Yeah, it's a good movie, guys. The really Possession. Good movie. Okay. The Possession. Writing it down. You got anything else? I said the house from Amityville, but I didn't. Once again, didn't know if it counted. That counts. Yeah, because yep. I was like, there's like ghosts and shit Wait, is in there. That, is that a haunted house or is that a possessed house? I I don't know. Because there's like ghosts and shit in there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I See, don't then know. you got to count every haunted house from every goddamn movie. Right. right? Well, I kind of feel like the saying, house was doing like stupid shit. Like was. Mm-hmm. Instead of things being there to haunt it, the house itself was evil. Yeah. And I didn't. I kind of watched the Amityville movies sporadically. Like I haven't seen all of mm-hmm. them. So I don't know the like extensive backstory lore mythology. I just know I liked Ryan Reynolds running around with the shirt off a whole lot. Me too. <laughs> uh, uh, my good. wife definitely did. Yeah. All Whose you ladies did? who yeah, loved Amityville, <laughs> we all know why you watched it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had two more on my bad list because I had, I had listed the 1958 Plymouth Fury from Christine as, mm-hmm. as, as a bad one, just because of the movie. It's a possessed item. We didn't it talk is. good or bad. We said no, possessed we said, item. But we said it was kind of like the favorite items type. Thing. Did I miss the word favorite oh, okay. then? I just wrote possessed items All down. Right. Well, then you work. It works for you. It works for you. But the mirror from Oculus, I thought was kind of uh, weak. Mm-hmm. The Mangler from The Mangler. <laughs> what? Stephen King. Right. Yeah, you know it. Oh, my God. That was horrible. But one that is kind of obscure that I added to my list because it was obscure is the tire from the movie Rubber. Oh, yeah. Good pick. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That movie is just. That movie is just so bizarre. <laughs> that's my list. All right. Let's kick over to the last segment of episode 49. That is the review of the movie Raw. Patrick. Yes. The Tales. Uh, the Deets. The movie Raw. Released in 2017, now streaming on Netflix, running an hour 35. Everyone in Justine's family is a vet and a vegetarian. 
At 16, she's a brilliant student starting out at a veterinary school where she experiences a decadent, merciless, and dangerously seductive world. Desperate to fit in, she strays from her family principles and eats raw meat for the first time. Justine will soon face the terrible and unexpected consequences as her true self begins to emerge. IMDb rating 7.0, Metascore 81, Rotten Tomato Critic Score 91%, Rotten Tomato Audience Score 76%. I think we should start with, because this is Maddie's pick, so I think we should start with why Maddie picked the movie. Okay. If you don't mind. I picked this movie because a couple years ago when it came out, it got a lot of press. It said people were like fainting in the theater watching this. And also, I've been a vegetarian for 10 years and I've seen this theme a couple times where like vegetarians all of a sudden become cannibals. And I think it's really funny and I want to know when that's supposed to happen so I can prepare myself. Because apparently, according to (laughs) horror movies, like that's the next step. For some reason, I was thinking there was another reason you picked it, and that was because of the director. Oh, yeah. Um, It's Women in Horror Month, so I picked a movie that was directed by a woman. Don't know her name right now. Well, and there's no way I can probably pronounce it because it's French, Julia Duconau, something like that. That did not sound French at all. No, it's (laughs) D-U-C-O-U-R-N-A-U. It sounded butchered, but that's just Duconau. That's fine. (laughs) Duconau. I, I really don't know how to pronounce it. So, but yes. Yeah, my French isn't fantastic either. Yes. <laughs> and we will be mentioning the women in horror later on in this podcast. Hell yeah. Let's continue. All right. What do people think? Oh, so this, uh, I saw this, uh, this landed on my top 10 back in 2017 when we did our, um, our uh, list in 2017. I was uh, drawn the same way Maddie was when I first saw the movie from all the stories, from all the film festivals it played at, uh, of people running from the theater, vomiting, and people fainting in the theater. And there was a festival that handed out vomit bags um, to people for the movie um, because of them hearing about other people having to leave or throwing up in the theater. So they're handing out vomit bags in the in the movie. And then when you watch the movie, there's just no goddamn reason for that at all. <laughs> I didn't feel that way um, either. Yeah, I was like, what scene am I supposed to be throwing up at? Yeah, there, there was one that I could consider, and that was the hair scene. Oh, she's pulling the hair out of yeah, her that's mouth. Pretty, yeah, that's pretty yeah. gross. Yeah. That was I had a co- I had a little bit of a tough time watching that part, but yeah. continues. This is 2016, so we can't do spoilers. Yeah, it was made 2016. It released fully released 2017. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, that was like a big draw for me. Uh, as far as like, I was like, why are people running from this movie? Uh, that's I, that's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far, uh, otherwise, it's like you know, it was it was well written. I thought it was really smart. It was well acted. I liked the nice little twist at the end of the movie. Um, I thought that was uh, that came at a nice point. Um, I thought the uh, the tra- watching Justine, the girl that played her, that transformation from the beginning to the end, um, I thought was really a lot of fun to watch. Um, and just this, the interaction between the sisters, I thought that uh, relationship was was really <laughs> good as well. The my question was was um, did Alex know what she was before her sister arrived at that school? Did she know what her sister was or did she know what did she, know she what herself she was? was? I think yeah. she knew. Alexia what, totally knew what she was. Yeah, I think she definitely knew what she was. Gotcha. And because, that, I think that's why she pushed her toward you – know, we're not doing spoilers on this. We would do spoilers. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, we it's will. old enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. 2017. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So I think when you get to the very end, Alex, Alexia? Alexia. Alexia yeah. obviously knew what she was because she knew what her parents were. And but so she, Did right. she know what her parents were? Because – yeah, I would, I would say Justine. yes, because because the father says your mother worked very hard 
at trying to get her to be straight to mm-hmm. to not do things like that. okay, right? Gotcha. So okay. I think when uh, when Justine is having trouble with the initiation and the hazing portion of eating the rabbit kidney, mm-hmm. then Alex comes up and she pops one in and says, "Pop one in." You're just you're going to be one of the family right. now, and I think yeah, that's it, why. She and, and the sister also said, "I can't do it. I'm a vegetarian." My sister's a vegetarian, and the person said, "Are you a vegetarian?" And the sister says, "No." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think she learned. But- the, but they were, but they were raised vegetarians. That's what's the weird thing is too. Is like they were raised as vegetarians. Maybe it was to because keep them from getting that taste of flesh. Keeping them as long yeah. as they could before they got gotcha. to that point because yeah. they all went to that same school. They went through the exact same initiations. Mm-hmm. They knew yeah. what was coming up. Yeah. They wanted them to be vegetarians until they got to that point where they absolutely could not anymore. Gotcha, gotcha. So I mean, yeah. Uh, overall, like you know, so I, I, I said I had seen this before. When it first released, uh, and I enjoyed it the second time around. So that's all I got. Yeah, it was a second watch for me as well because I I, I would have to go and look, but I think it was part of my 2017 list. I think I enjoyed it better this time than I did the first time because I knew what was coming up. I could sit back and just relax and, and enjoy the decadence of the movie a lot more. However, I didn't really fall into this is horror now as much as I did the first time. I think it was shocking. I think it was disturbing. I think it was bloody. I think it could be disgusting, but not. But there wasn't anything in there that made me scared or uneasy this time through. But it's a cannibal movie, though. Right. So it's horror. It's yes. for sure horror. See, it, uh, I mean, <laughs> go ahead, we're going to have Maddie. that discussion again. I know. I, know we're, I, oddly enough, the tone of this movie to me was total, like, almost like dark teen comedy for some reason. Like, to me, there was just too many funny parts or like almost jokey or almost like a teen college movie mm-hmm. part to make this a horror movie like yes it's a horror movie because there's like cannibals are eating each other like you probably wouldn't put that in a comedy but to me there was a lot of just as i said watching most of it i was like this kind of seems like one of those like i don't know animal house gone bad movies <laughs> like well and not to jump on you josh but oh jump okay please. trey parker and matt stone made a musical called cannibal the musical it, which I and, awesome and that is not a horror movie that's I, a I complete gotcha. comedy so i think this could be a dramatic movie without being a horror movie okay one thing that I had written down was that it's it's kind of a cross between a coming of age tale mixed with a horror movie. Where oh. put that? Yeah, horror meets coming of age drama because there's there's really the, the one thing that I pulled out of here, and I'm not going to go on a tirade like I did last podcast. So I promise you that I actually like the movie. I did. <laughs> there's no gray area or subtle transition with Raw. You either get the sweet college girl trying to survive her first year, or you get graphic cannibal horror. And it's like one to the other mm-hmm. immediately quick, which yeah. I actually really liked about that because you didn't know when was going to happen. There wasn't any build. It was just like, oh, she's now eating the person. Okay, we're here now. Let's let's continue with this going. That's that's and I feel like they did it really well, uh, which was nice because you you got to kind of absorb yourself in her. OK, I'm a newbie going to college. And now all of a sudden you get this whole like almost werewolfian type transition with her character, mm-hmm. which I agree. I also really liked how you can see this sweet little college girl, top of her class go completely the other way. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and my comments today are based on my watching it for the second time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the first time I watched it and she's sitting there eating her sister's finger. I'm sure that was much more shocking then than it was today. Right. I was never shocked in this movie. Yeah, I no. was, there was nothing that I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe she's eating the finger. Um, there's nothing that like shocked me. 
And that's, it's, again, the, I don't need to be shocked to call it a horror film. Mm-hmm. I, I base things off of where that genre or where that subgenre would fall. Mm-hmm. And that just, for yeah. me, like, there, it doesn't live. Like, I didn't laugh at the movie, so it didn't fall into comedy for me. Um, there was no singing, so it didn't fall into right. musical. <laughs> um, like, there was people eating people. So I was like, all right, well, this shit's horrific so that's where right. it just fell for mm-hmm. me and that's- it's 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 a gross out horror movie you like you don't have to worry about the scare you're worrying about making you like uncomfortable yeah. and um and that was another note that i had written and left are you done patrick okay well with that yeah. yeah okay one of the notes that i had written down was if horror is designed to push viewers beyond their comfort zone winner winner chicken dinner and that is pun intended <laughs> Gross, right? <laughs> because I have felt in- uncomfortable throughout this entire movie. Most of all, watching her transition from the sweet college girl into the whatever she became after that. Some of the shots that the director used in this was just like, I should not be watching this at all, especially as a dude. Wow, that was awkward. Are you talking yeah. about the horror of her first Brazilian wax? <laughs> that was one. Um, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> that was definitely one. Uh, there was a, the under the sheet shot when she was freaking out, when she was freaking out and she kept flipping over and it was just, it was that up angle. Like, why would you use that angle? But if it's designed to make you uncomfortable, uncomfortable. it it, it was very fucking effective. So (laughs) yeah, I, I felt like this was definitely more horror than some of the other movies that we've watched where it's, there's the horrific elements, but this was definitely a horror movie. Patrick, like I said, once again, watching this for the second time, I think I, actually enjoyed it more than I did the first time. There were things I noticed a little bit more that maybe I didn't notice the first time. There was one scene in there. It was one of the decadent dancing scenes and stuff like that. And they're zooming in on her. And as they're doing that, they're going past this couple where this woman's licking a guy's eyeball. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? Mm Because I didn't remember that from the first time I watched it. And I said, who the hell does that? Drugs are a hell of a drug. Yeah. How did you miss that? Because that was like a prominent shot. It really was. But I think maybe the first time I was just watching, I was focusing on her as it was zooming in that, okay, someone's licking that person's face. But this time it was like, he's fucking licking his eyeball. Yeah. 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 I I can't even put in a contact. I wouldn't have anybody (laughs) having their tongue stuck in my eye. And then when they were in the hospital, that that weird shot of the guy sitting across from her and he's flipping his dentures around. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, there was just enough weird stuff on top yeah. of the weird stuff that mm-hmm. I was able to take note of this time. And you pointed out that she was freaking out under those sheets. And that was more effective for me this time than it was the last time mm-hmm. as well. What was the uh – I mean, because they they showed it twice in the movie, so it had something to do with something. But what was with the uh, the game of run out in front of the car so the car crashes? Oh, I and, love the tie-in uh, for, because that had to have been her sister at the very beginning. Oh yeah, and yeah. okay, that's the way that she hunts. Okay, gotcha. Okay, and gotcha. she'll go out, run in front of it, so they swerve, yeah. die, and she's got fresh meat to eat. Gotcha. And okay. then at that point, after her finger was cut off and her sister ate her finger, she knew yeah. what she was goes, up. All right, it's game on. Yep, little sister, I'm going to teach you something. Cool. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I did yeah. text my sister during this movie, and I was like, "I'm watching a movie about two sisters bonding over becoming cannibals." <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> she's like, Leave me alone, man. <laughs> I know. She was like, "Can I block your number?" <laughs> Um, the one scene that I was kind of questioning, and I don't know if anybody caught something different than I did, was it was a quick shot of the uh, the dog that Justine was autopsying. Mm-hmm. It was just a quick shot where you see the cover fall off of the dog, and it's just laying there on the table. 
What was the significance of that? I don't know either. Okay. But it was a cool. I thought it was a cool scene. Yeah. Like I don't know why, just like the way it was shot and everything, right. it was really cool. I was waiting for her to run Pop in and start eating or, it, or you know, like she yeah. was laying there with the dog and eating it. I mean, but nothing ever happened other than the cover falling, falling off. off. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't understand that, so I'm glad I wasn't alone. <laughs> it was fucked up that scene that they showed that uh, Alexia treating her sister like a dog. Where with the, oh, auto, right. the video, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was a little bit fucked up too. So. But it led to one of the best scenes is, yeah. is the is the fight right after yeah, it. It's cool. It was kind of that sweet moment of, oh, wait, you're gnawing on me and I'm gnawing on you. Yeah. Let's be best friends now. Yeah. <laughs> and you had mentioned the twist and there's actually a double twist at the end because okay. when she wakes up next oh, yeah. to Adrian and then you're hit with the tw- with the other twist mm-hmm. and right yeah, after yeah. that. Yeah. We won't give that spoiler out. Yeah. We should leave that for people I- to... And I agree the eating her own hair and then vomiting it up. That was, oh, that was a rough I thought scene there was somebody through. in this group that just really makes them, that's what I thought because yeah. I put, down, <laughs> I, put yeah. I actually wrote down Maddie's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I can, I can literally watch everything else on this planet. Cannot do wet hair. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that was a lot of fucking wet hair coming yeah. out of her mouth. Yeah. That I was, that was the only scene in this movie. I was like, oh, that's a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the creepy truck driver. Yeah. He just comes over to talk to them, but he's, he's got his hand on the guy's head. Feeling up and Adrian. Feeling, and you know, f- playing with his ear and all right. that other stuff. And that's really odd. It's I, I think they, they were just going for like the most uncomfortable scenes possible in yeah. this. And yeah. success. Yeah. I did, after they revealed the twist at the end, I did kind of think back on a lot of other stuff throughout the movie that I was like, oh, that makes sense now. Like at the beginning right. when the mom was like, did you take a bite out of that when she ate oh, something yeah. mm-hmm. and she like freaked out? Right. And I was like, because when I first saw that, I was like, damn, bitch, it's not that big of a deal. But then like at the end of the movie, I was like, oh, that's exactly that's why. a huge yep. deal. Reveal. <laughs> I do just want to. OK, so one of the reasons I thought this was funny is this was kind of a funny movie is. Because I'm a woman and also because I'm a vegetarian, I have had that plate of fucking mashed potatoes because that's the only goddamn thing I can eat. (laughs) And I don't know, just as you said, this is kind of a coming of age movie, but in a fucked up way. So like, I don't know. I think that was probably why I thought a lot of the parts in this movie were funny because I'm like. I can relate, not the eating part, I swear to God. But like, it's just to go (laughs) everything else. Just we've all totally like. Every woman has done that really fucked up, like, we probably shouldn't do this uh, beauty thing in our room, but we're gonna. Mm -hmm. We're gonna. We've, most of us have had that horrifying Brazilian wax, so that was terrifying. What I thought was weird about that is it didn't look like wax, it looked like bubble gum. Yeah. I'm not going to get into it, but that's the thing. They do have soft wax well, I, I, and wax. And, and I've stuff seen now. those, but I've never seen one that looked like bubble gum before. Oh. Like, so it just looked weird to me. It's like, you know, I just got done with some big league chew. Let's remove some <laughs> oh hair now. God. Let's get in there. Mm. Well, they do have one that's made order, out of like. Yeah. The order right, Patrick. The big league chew. <laughs> yeah, I this movie, I do think I would watch again. To me, everything was there. The acting was good. There were some really good shots. It Mm. was a fun movie. But, like, I don't know. Overall, it just didn't overly excite me. There were some parts that did kind of drag, and I kind of was like, you know, that that really handy little 10-second button, but that they've put on Netflix and Hulu now. Whoever did that, bless you, because I use it 
all the time. Yeah, it, it's only it only sits at an hour and thirty eight minutes. But yeah. does anybody find it just like man, touch a touch long? Yeah, there, there were a couple scenes that, yeah. that they probably could have shortened up yeah. or kind of gotten to the point yeah. a little quicker. But a couple of like the rave scenes, yeah. Yeah. May, yeah, maybe went on a bit long. Yeah, like the secondary one, like the first one, I felt was necessary. Yeah. It was absolutely necessary because it introduced you to the sister. But yeah, you started getting like the second. I feel like there was a third yeah. one in there somewhere. Yeah. And, I, and I thought that with the with the creepy truck driver was probably not necessary. Uh, it, it, would, it was there the, because the woman was eat, uh, Justine, Justine was, was eating, eating the shawarma. shawarma. You know, so it's just showing her development of eating more and more meat. Over, but you could have handled that a Quicker. lot easier. Yeah. yeah, just she walks in and orders a hot dog. We're right. done. Yeah, yeah, that that's done. I do want to say the I can't remember which rave scene it was, but where they had like super soakers filled with alcohol. I was that like, was that the is the one. okay. I was like, that is the best thing I've ever seen. I'm doing that this summer. Yeah, my luck. You Brilliant. know, maybe that's why the guy was getting his eye lick because it was full of alcohol. Probably. See? I can't imagine you'd be like He's drunk. It's and- like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take care of this, and she's like, okay, I'll take care of it for you. But <laughs> that's yeah, that's awful yeah. um as i said i would watch this movie again but there was just something i couldn't put my finger on that i just didn't find this movie exciting i guess i guess as i said i thought it was more of like a college so kind of like alexia she couldn't put her finger on things either uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you let's rate that. this movie let's all right anybody, anybody else has anything else to say no let's rate this movie so, as we know, we rate on a gore factor. It's the gore score, the fear factor, and the overall rating. I was going to get there, but thanks for stealing my thunder. Okay. Why don't you lick my eyeball now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start with that uh, that gore score. Three or four. Okay. Yeah, blood was. I was going to say like a six. I, I think Oops. I'd give it a six as well. <laughs> just was, for it was. I, I'm see, lumping the. Uh, we don't the, live in your realm. <laughs> We're not there yet. So I, I'm lumping Soon. the the uncomfortable and gore, like the the gross out stuff. I'm lumping kind of all that together. Mm-hmm. I give probably a six or a seven. A lot of the stuff happened after the fact, yeah. so it wasn't like as it was happening. So it's probably going to be a little bit lower for me as well. Probably a three or four. On the gore score. Okay. Welcome to Maddie's world, Patrick. You're there. <laughs> I still have still have to go through martyrs. Yes, wah, you do. And wah. some others. <laughs> Scare factor. None. Yeah. Yeah. Zero. There's yeah. nothing in here that it's, made me. I, I I just have to put anything that made me uncomfortable goes into, this, into the fear factor for me. So I have to give it at least a one. I have to give it a one because uh, the movie exists. Yeah. So I, I'll give it a one for the Brazilian scene. Oh, yeah. Feel you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and the random dog running up and just okay. kind of sniffing him out. Uh, okay. Uh, real quick question. Um, what fucking college lets you bring your giant dog in it? That's I just want to know. I, yeah, I don't know, but that uh, I, I'm go sure to it was college. an emotional support. That, dog. that looked yeah, like the was... same dog that ended up on the autopsy table <laughs> yeah. later in the movie. Well, and that true. dog kind of disappeared after that scene. Yeah, yeah like we had to hide our cat in the hamper when I was in yeah. school. So I just that was like because I saw the dog go with her, and then mm. I saw the dog later, and I was like, "Don't you bring your fucking dog here?" Right. Overall, what do we give raw? Yeah, this sat on my top ten list, and I'm pretty sure it sat up high, so I'm going to give it an eight. I'm going to put it right at a seven. It was a very enjoyable movie, but I think I've seen things that I would put well mm-hmm. above it. So about a seven. I think I'd give it a six, five, seven as well. Yeah, I'd say about a six. It was enjoyable, but it didn't pop. Mm-hmm. All right. That concludes our cast. 
one thing else, one thing of, more we should say about the movie. If 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 our listeners are planning on watching this, it is a subtitled movie. It is in French. Yes. Oh yeah, yes. that was a, that was oh. a fun surprise. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, surprise! It's in French. Thank you. <laughs> My next pick has no dialogue at all, though. Oh, so be happy. Be awesome. God, <laughs> can't wait. Be super gross. All right, let's jump in. We've got uh, again. This is the conclusion of the podcast. Here, we're going to do some. Uh, some words that I can't think Plugs. of. Plugs. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Who's got something to plug? As always, Screenbox TV. They've added a bunch of really cool stuff this month. I think this is going to be a really fun year for them. $35 for the entire year. A little over four and some change for the month. Head on over to Screenbox TV. Tweet them. Go on their Facebook. They actually share some really funny horror memes on Facebook. So if you're into that, check them out. Go, Greg. Uh, jump over to gregthemoviguy.com. I do movie reviews with a positive spin. Currently working on my road to 200 posts. Recently just popped in there. Top Gun. I broke down and I watched a Tom Cruise movie. Good for you. The hell is Proud wrong with you. me? You picked a good one. That's probably one mm-hmm. of his only good ones. Early Tom Cruise. But yeah, gregthemovieguy.com. Boom. Patrick, Patrick take I got home. nothing. I got nothing. Oh, you could talk about the next episode, which is. Yeah. So we are continuing oh. uh, Women in Horror Month uh, for the next episode. So we are going to watch uh, the Saska Sisters, American Mary, I believe, for the next one. So I've seen that movie. I'm a fan of the movie. And what makes our next episode even more special? Number five. Zero. Oh, yeah. It's uh, number 50. Yes, so, it is. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to think of something kind of cool well, to do for that Yeah, we, we've got some things up our sleeve. Yeah. It's going to be a, a special cast. There might be drinking involved. That could make things really interesting. It's not ready until I'm not July. saying it's your wine. I'm just saying <laughs> there could be drinking involved. Cool. I mean, I don't drink, but I like to watch everybody else drink, so that's fun. So, <laughs> Josh, yeah, number, yeah, number 50. Josh will be the designated driver, even though the basement studio is my basement studio. <laughs> He's um, going to have to help me find my way home. I will be the designated podcaster. So, <laughs> I'll um, keep it going when we start tangenting. Yeah, so it's cool because episode <laughs> yeah. 50, like, that's a huge, that's a milestone for us. So, uh, for anybody that's really a podcaster, yeah. to do 50 episodes is uh, kind of a big deal because mm-hmm. usually, you know, people. Well, especially it's since it's allowed. Yeah, especially yeah. since we only podcast every other week. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, so we've been doing this over two years now. Yeah, so we're we're into it. So cool. But yeah. Another great thing to look forward to is we're going to have uh, some bonus content coming up uh, in honor of Women in Horror Month. We're going to have some guests in our studio. Maddie's going to lead a conversation with some women who are actually in horror to bring in some discussions, some topics and everything else. So uh, we're really excited and looking forward to that bonus episode. Those ladies will be showing up to take our job. Exactly. <laughs> it be <Exactly>. awesome. <laughs> so uh, the next podcast will be Greg and Josh and mine final yes. podcast. Be excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a pleasure serving you. I don't know where to go for that. Sorry. <laughs> because I'm sure they'll find the talent that uh, is stepping in for that bonus is going to be much better than we are. Right. There, there's some talkers. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm really excited for that episode. So, Maddie, don't fuck it up. <laughs> You're asking a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you are a fan of the Midnight Friedcast, and we know that you are. Help us out. Make sure that you head on over to iTunes or whatever platform that you're listening to this podcast on and make sure that you rate and review us. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, and many, 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 many more. 
You can also help us out financially to take care of some of our minor bills because we do have a Patreon account. So head on over to patreon.com slash Midnight Frightcast. And we've got set up on very low levels, one buck, three bucks, five bucks. Just takes care of those little things. And make sure you check us out online. You can find us on Twitter at MFrightCast, and you can follow us and join in the conversation on our Facebook group, Midnight Frightcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Midnight Frightcast. So share, 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 and share some more. Post it on your walls and tell your friends. And finally, make sure that you check out our films at MidnightFrightFilms.com. All right. This has been episode 49 with the Fright Cast. Thank you guys all for coming in and sharing your thoughts. And I'm having trouble wrapping this up. So we're just going to wrap it up. Have a good night. Huzzah. Huzzah. Huzzah.